Welcome to a God Shift podcast, where we move you from disruption and delay into a greater destiny, expectancy, and possibility. I'm your host, Shana Rattler, and I'm a minister, author, and sought-after speaker. Join myself and other leaders who unapologetically share their story of when their life collided with God's purpose and put them on the path that was designed for them. You will learn how to bounce back from setbacks, disappointments, and uncertainty, and unlock the door to confidence move into your next chapter. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A God Shift. I am your host, Shana Rattler. Thank you so much for being here today, but I have a favor to ask you. So I would love if you would take a screenshot of wherever it is that you are listening to this podcast. And when you do that, take that screenshot and post it on your social media. Tag us here at A God Shift, and then I just want to hear your biggest aha moment or your biggest takeaway from this episode. I do that because I honestly believe that the more times that these episodes are shared, the more lives that we can change for the better for Jesus. So I appreciate you in helping me on that mission. I'm really excited about my guest today. If you've been listening in for the last few weeks, then you know that I have been interviewing several women from an amazing organization that I am a part of, AWSA, A-W-S-A, which is the Advanced Women and Speakers Association. That organization is made up of over 800 Christian women who are authors and speakers. And so today, keeping with that theme, I have another beautiful soul from that group that I'm really excited to interview. So I'm going to read her bio, and then we're going to get into, I know, what is a powerful conversation. My guest today suffered a hemorrhagic stroke at age 29, then developed epilepsy from the stroke. She is a walking miracle and felt called to share her journey of faith and perseverance to encourage others. Even with her difficulties, her and her husband are able to, were able to adopt, I'm sorry, were able to become adoptive parents to a sibling group of three. She published her first book, Choices. When you are faced with a challenge, what choice will you make? in March 2022, and has been connecting and encouraging others to choose to bloom in every circumstance. In October 2022, she had the opportunity to be a part of a new compilation titled Radical Abundance, More Than All We Can Ask or Imagine. This new publication is an amazing book compiled of 50 devotionals by 33 different authors each telling their unique story. I'm excited to welcome to the show, Lori Vober. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm excited to find out how you overcame some things and how we can help other people do the same. But before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I just want to lay some context for the conversation. So the name of my podcast, my ministry, and all of my platforms is A God Shift. Sounds real clever, but most people have no idea what that is. So my definition of a God shift, Lori, is the moment that we ditch disruption or delay in our lives, collide with God's purpose, and then move into a greater destiny. And I believe that when we're on that God shift journey, because it is a continuum, that God has a role to play in that And we have a role to play in that. And I believe that our role is our kingdom authority, the authority that the Bible says that we have. I say my definition of kingdom authority 
is it's our birthright as a child of God to actually be able to participate in making things happen in our lives by partnering with what it is that scripture says that we have the power to do. So I would love to hear, Lori, what's your own personal definition of kingdom authority? Oh, I absolutely love that. And, you know, I, I totally agree. I, I believe that uh, I, I love your whole concept of a God shift. I, I do agree uh, with kingdom authority. It is walking hand in hand with, with God and uh, uh, really taking um, what he's given us and um, finding our own uh, purpose uh, based on being his child and uh, um, living out his plans and his purpose for our life and, and taking the challenges that uh, that we are faced with and uh, turning those into um, uh, the priorities that he has for us. And that's really, truly um, what he's shown me is through the different trials and challenges I've had in my life, um, how those have become a, a true purpose to serve him. When you were talking, you made me think about the scripture that says that we're heirs of Christ. And so when we think about it in the natural, when you're an heir, that means that you have access to what your parents had. That means that you have power and authority, just like your parents had. And so when we think about all the things that we know about God, we know that he has a lot of power, that he has a lot of authority. And if we're his heirs, that means that we have access to the same, which is why it tells us in John 14 and 12, greater works than these shall you do in my name because I'm going to the father. So he's like, listen, you're my siblings. I'm going to heaven to be with dad, but the same things that dad and I have, I'm giving you to do. And it, it always amazes me the number of people that believe that they're powerless in a situation that they're going through. Mm -hmm. And so I'm curious, you know, I read in your bio that when you were just 29 years old, that you had a stroke and that you developed epilepsy as a result of the stroke. So whether it was that devastation or anything else that you have gone through in your life to get to where you are today, can you think of a time that you had to hunker down and say, Lord, I know you're powerful, but this is the authority that I have. And there's some things that I'm going to do to get over this. Yes. I mean, it's been continuous, honestly. And, uh, but, you know, many times we don't realize um, until you're in that moment. And uh, my journey, I'm so thankful when I did have my stroke that I did have a faith in God, but my journey and my faith has grown so much um, through the years. And so I'm um, thankfully I had that faith um, at the time, but I just look uh uh, how much my faith has grown through the years. And, and as the challenges have piled up, I think, you know, he's used that faith journey to uh, help me grow in him. And uh, truly, um, you're correct, though, it's, it's those disruptions in our life, though, that helps us, but it's our choice whether we're going to turn to him every time we're with a challenge and use those disruptions um, to turn to him or not turn to him just thankful that uh, that he's he's enabled me to um, look to him each time um, to uh, turn to him and and uh, turn it towards the positive but uh, you know it, it is it is hard sometimes but uh, he does have that uh, that power to help us to to get through it but so many times when you're in the thick of it that's when we we do feel powerless at times but uh, we just have to remember it's truly in control. Laura, you mentioned faith, and I believe that 
I hear people use belief and faith kind of interchangeably, but I think your belief is what you think and your faith is what you do. And so you described when you were going through trying times, how much your faith increased. And so if our faith translates into what we do, what would you say you did during that time? to make the choice. Cause you're right. We have a choice to be happy. We have a choice to be full of joy. We have a choice to choose the positive or the negative. And so when you said, you know what, I'm going to exercise my faith, which I think that faith is a level of authority. If it's in action, what would you say? Some of the things that you did during that time when you made that conscious choice to focus on shifting somewhere better? You know, I think uh, that's great questions. I appreciate that. Uh, I think it's uh, putting yourselves in uh, positions where you can grow, where you can be in the best uh, uh, position to um, succeed. And um, I'm just so thankful that I was able to do that. being in a position where you can connect with others, where you can get the support that you need. Um, for me, when we, uh, I first had my stroke, um, six months later, uh, my husband lost his job. So we transitioned actually as a cross-country move from Minnesota to Arizona. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me because it's just jump-started my recovery. And uh, I spent uh, the next eight years um, really concentrating on my therapy, but I had an amazing care team. And so that was a great connection point. Um, and my therapist really had a lot, not only physically, but emotionally and uh, mentally. And then very involved in our church and our women's ministry and really becoming involved in our women's ministry was the first time that I really began to develop my um, new me um, as part of also my old me. And so having that um, connection, and I'm very fortunate now as a Bible study leader, both in person and on Zoom and conduct uh, Bible studies with those that can't come in person, because I remember what it was like when I just so much wanted to connect and fellowship with others, and I couldn't. And so I provide that now for others that can't. And uh, so I think connection, uh, mentorship is something so important. I have a mentor that I, I uh, that I of a seasoned lady that I um, work with now. And uh, so I think just putting yourself in positions uh, where you can succeed is so important. I think that comes with your faith journey and your maturity is to realize what it's important for you to be successful and going for it and not, not um, putting up barriers that are going to hold you back. You mentioned getting a mentor and I, I thoroughly agree that it's so much better to have someone else who has been where you're going and can let their either let their losses become your lessons, or maybe they haven't been through the exact same thing, but they have a specific you know, training or or skill set that can help you kind of navigate the times. What do you think a person should look for when they're selecting a mentor? Oh, I think, uh, you know, definitely someone that's um, more mature uh, many times in their faith 
than you that uh, um, that can just offer that. Um, someone that is willing to be vulnerable and honest with you. Uh, many times, uh, my mentor has said something that stepped on my toes that I didn't want to hear at the time. But when I was willing to take it a step back and realize um, she was right, um, you know, you have to be willing to be open and honest with that person. And I have learned so much from people that have just been willing to put themselves out there. Um, not even just my mentor, but other people um, that have been willing to be open, honest, and vulnerable um, themselves with their feelings. Um, I have learned so much from those people. And so surround yourself with people that are like that. You will grow so much as a person when you surround yourself with other people that are like that. Yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've heard all my life, like you become the most like the five people that you spend the bulk of your time with. And so it's so important that we monitor who we're spending our time with in all areas of our lives and make adjustments as needed. And sometimes that can be very difficult because oftentimes we're related to that person. We're sleeping on the pillow next to that person. We've been best friends with this person for 40 years. But as we grow and evolve, our circles have to grow and evolve as well. And I believe it's even more relevant when it comes to the things of the spirit and the things of our relationship with God. It's very difficult to to grow in God if the people that you're surrounding with yourself are not keeping in step with that same level of, of growth as well. So I really encourage people to, you know, adjust their circles as necessary and pray for God to give you the courage to not only walk away from relationships that are no longer serving you, but the courage to open yourself up to new ones, because sometimes we don't want to let new people in. We've been rocking with the same crowd for so long, or we're 50 years old. And we're like, you know, there's, I heard a song about six or nine months ago, and the name of the song was No New Friends. And in one regard, I guess I can, I guess I kind of understood what it was that the, that the artist was trying to get across. But on the other hand, I was like, why would you shut yourself off? Like I'm 45 years old and I'm very pleased with the friends that I have now. And so if I never got any new friends, I think I would be okay with that. But I'm also not going to close myself off to the possibility that there could be people in the latter years of my life that are that need to come into my life, right? Right, right, right. Yes, yes. And I think uh, sometimes we we get uh, so, uh, you know, lazy and and and, you know, where we're at, and then you add challenges and trials onto our life, it, it is easy to not accept accountability and to, uh, you know, not accept, uh, uh, you know, what we need to do uh, as an individual. Uh, shame is a part of our, our culture now. And uh, so it, it's just hard. Uh, it, it, it's hard to take personal responsibility. And so, um, you know, it just uh, one step at a time, but I've just learned so much on this journey and uh, perseverance, positivity, and a strong faith has, uh, uh, has gotten me far. And uh, um, I just encourage others uh, when you're facing trials and challenges, um, you have a choice. You don't have a choice of the challenges that might come your way, but you right. do always right. have a 
and react to your circumstances and never forget your power, your power and um, your choice. Right. Well, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to share some tips and advice with the audience of how they can begin to make that choice to shift their life into a more positive direction. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by the free guide, When God Says Shift. Inside, you'll discover the four shifts required to reveal God's plan to ditch disruption or delay and get his blessings faster. Head to GodSaysShift.com to access it now. Awesome. Welcome back. So before the break, Lori, we were sharing one of the many forms of authority. And when we're making a conscious choice, when faced with challenges, that that in in and of itself is a way of exercising the authority that God has given us. Because I don't think that God is pleased, nor does he desire for us to continue year after year being held down and held back by things that have happened to us. Now, I do believe that things don't necessarily happen to us. They happen for us. But it bothers me when I hear people that are speaking of things that happened in their lives 20, 30 years ago, and it's still having the same level of negative impact in their life 30 years later that it did 30 years ago when it happened. And I believe that it's important for us to heal what is hidden so that we can not only move forward in a powerful way, but maybe sometimes even position ourselves to be able to help other people who have been through through something similar. So if there is someone that that is listening to this episode and they're like, you know what? I really do want to make the choice in this challenging time so that I can bloom to use the words from your bio, but they're really struggling to go. I I get it. It's a, it's a choice that I have to make, but I don't know how to do it. One of the things that I am committed to in everything that I do is making sure that we don't just give um, theories and stories, but we actually give practical tips and tools that people can implement because I do believe that that's what leads to transformation. So the question, Lori, is if there's someone that's listening right now that says, Lori is absolutely right. I need to make the choice to move forward through this challenge so that I can actually bloom. What would be the best advice that you would give them of how of what they should do after they make that choice to, to do something more positive? You know, one of the things that really, Helped me, and you know, everybody's situation is a little different, obviously, is just to remember to persevere. And I know that's a big word and that's hard to do, but um, you know, just to keep going. And sometimes that's just one step at a time, one minute at a time, but just keep going. Don't look back, just keep going. And to remember, uh, you know, God is the one that. Uh, breathe life into you. And he's going to be the one that um, decides how many days we have on, on, on this earth. And so um, I truly believe uh, 
our goal is to um, live our very best life hand in hand with him. Uh, and so um, do that with your very best effort in and day out. And so if nothing else, get up every morning and just breathe in, breathe out and keep going and make it your very best shot and uh, connect with others. Do not isolate yourself and find one person that you can try and count on and just keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to just keep showing up. And what I would add to that is that after you make the choice that you want to to have a different circumstance, I encourage you to make sure that you're really clear on what it is that you want. Not necessarily what others want for you, but you have to be really clear on what it is that you want. Oftentimes, you know, I I speak to people that have, you know, been married all of their lives and now, you know, they're no longer married, whether they've divorced or their, their spouse has passed away. They've been parents for years and now they're empty nesters and they realize that they've really lost sight of what it is that they want. And I believe that it's the same sometimes when we've been through challenging situations or traumatic times in our lives, that it's time for us to reinvent ourselves. And so I would say that after you make that choice to say enough is enough, I want to bloom, that you need to spend some time getting really clear on what it is that you want. Because a lot of people, there's a lot of things that you can do, will do, and should do. But if you're not clear on exactly what it is that you want, then it's going to be difficult for you to create the path to get there. And so I would say, number one, after you've made that choice, get clear on what it is that you want. And number two, I would say, get clear on what it is that God says about you. Because sometimes we can also, not only do we just lose our own personal identity over time, sometimes we can lose sight of the identity of who we are in God. And so I encourage you to find scriptures that shows you who God says that you are, because if you couple who God says you are with what it is that you want, I can almost guarantee you that you're going to be unstoppable. I completely agree with that. And, you know, many times when we go through difficult times, whether no matter what the challenge is, we have to give ourselves permission to mourn that loss, you know, whatever that challenge is and give yourself that time and, and give yourself the time to embrace your new normal. And that new normal is it does take time uh, and it is, it's tough to do. So I completely agree with all of that. Definitely. So Lori, before we begin to wrap up and we talk about all the great things in the world you're doing and where they can find you, do you have any final words that you would leave with the audience today? Oh, you've covered so much. And there's so much in my story that, um, you know, that they can find out and and we'll cover that. I know, but, um, you know, so much, I believe is, uh, you know, your attitude can make so much difference of everything. And uh, in this world, I believe with social media being so popular, uh, we can get so muddled on who we are. And so I just want to encourage our listeners to don't forget who made you. Don't forget where your self-worth is. And I just remember um, to be true to yourself and true to who um, God said you are. And uh, just keep, uh, keep persevering on. And I I think that's uh, just so important to uh, not forget that. 
Well said, well said. Once we're rooted in our identity is when we can really begin to walk in our authority. I think that's kind of the general theme of the second half of this show is that when you know who you are and whose you are, you can actually operate <laughs> like you know who you are and whose you are and have everything that it is that God says that you can have, be everything he says that you can be and do everything it is that he is calling you to do. So Lori, as we begin to bring this to a close, can you tell our listeners where they can follow you on social media? Yes, definitely. Um, The best way is to go to my website and it's at uh, www.lorivoper.com. And on there, you'll find all the links uh, to how to access me with my uh, email and my uh, books and uh, links. Uh, you'll also find some special resources on adoption. Um, I'm, an adop- I'm an adoptive mom, as you said in my bio, also um, stroke resources. And uh, so all sorts of valuable information. You'll find out more about my family and my history. So um, that will be my best resource for you. And so if people want to take things further with you, Lori, what would you what would you offer them? Would you tell them to go to the to the website and and get some of the free resources? Would you recommend they get your book or go to the website and figure out what's best for them? What would you like to offer them to take things further? Yes, that would be wonderful if they do that. Also, I offer a monthly newsletter. So if they would like to go on and sign up for my monthly newsletter, they can stay connected with me every month. And I offer several free gifts when they sign up. Um, uh, Some of those free gifts are um, some adoption and stroke resources. And I also offer um, the first chapter of my brand new published book, Choices. So I encourage your listeners to go and uh, fill out that uh, uh, form today and I would be happy to send them those free resources and get them on my uh, email list and get them the uh, next uh, version of my monthly newsletter. Awesome. Well, I will make sure that the links to all of that are in the show notes. So all they have to do is click it. Laura, you are such a beautiful, beautiful soul. And I am so grateful that you were here today to share nuggets with my audience. I know that they were blessed by it because I have been. So thank you so much for sharing today. Audience, I appreciate you listening to this episode. I encourage you to share, share, share this far and wide so that we can get this information into the hands of people that need to understand that when they're faced with difficult circumstances, that they really can position themselves to bloom. So thank you for being here, everyone. I ask that you share this and that you will be back and join us here for another episode next week. Take care. Bye-bye. I want to thank you for listening to the God Shift Podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. And remember to put God first and everything will fall into place.